I was upset. I didn't think I had what it takes. It took a while to admit anything was wrong. Diet and exercise sounded intimidating. But small easy goals made it easy to start. Every situation is different. There are many paths to victory, but the end goal is all the same. This is the Weight Loss Podcast with Matt and Courtney, a couple who committed to a strategy and lost a combined 100 kilograms. When it comes to weight loss, you don't just need encouragement, you need a strategy. Well, hello. You are listening to the Weight Loss Podcast, not a weight loss podcast, the weight loss podcast. In our opinion, the best health and fitness podcast on the internet. You sound like the voiceover guy. <laughs> back, back me up here, wife. I thought we were a team on this. Are we the best or not? Yes, we're definitely the best. Sorry, I was distracted by your voice. Okay, so while Courtney's just waking up over there, hello, welcome to the Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Matt. I am here as per usual with my beautiful wife, Courtney, and co-host. With me. Hello. Fantastic. Well done. We are here to basically deliver to you your Christmas weight loss survival kit. Yes. So it's that time of year when people start to get, well, we're supposed to be having holidays, but we tend to get more busy. There's social events left, right, and center. Mm. Functions, gatherings, work Christmas parties, family Christmas parties. There's just shit flying everywhere. <laughs> yeah? Am yes. I right? Yes. Okay. This is a time of year where people can, uh, shall we say, overindulge. Mm. We've been there. Know that you've been there too. Maybe you're there right now. We figured it's the perfect time to give you our top 10 tips for getting through this Christmas with, without putting on a bit of extra size in those jeans, hmm. without filling out the shirt in an uncomfortable way. So there's a pretty good chance if you're listening to this show, you probably still would like to lose a bit of weight even over the Christmas period. Am I right? Yes. Okay, so there's a pretty good chance you've struggled with overeating, overindulging, not being able to say words like no thank you, and coming out the other side of New Year's Day with pants that are a little bit too tight for your liking, and you've got this feeling that you've now got to spend the next three months undoing the past five to six weeks. Courtney, have you had this? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Every year until about five years ago. Would you like to elaborate or is that it? Well, no, that's it. Cool st- okay, cool story, no. bro. Excellent. Okay, this podcast sucks. No. I, did, I did pretty much exactly what you just described. I would lead into Christmas time. I love Christmas. I'm just going to put that out there. I do love Christmas. I love the decorations. I love the lights. I love the songs. I love the movies, the Christmas movies. And I just love, you know, getting together as a family and celebrating Christmas and presents. So Could we have done a podcast instead on the best Christmas <laughs> movies and we, just and just said die hard, end of show? We could have done that, but that's a whole nother podcast. Right. Then um so back to what I was saying, thank you. Um the I love Christmas. So Christmas every year for me is uh very much on my calendar. I look forward to all my events for Christmas coming up but yes it is easy to get lost in christmas time to get lost in all the different events you're going to the stress of it all 
and you tend to forget about what you're eating, when you're eating it, how much you're eating. And then, yes, get over to the start of the new year, start of January, and your clothes start to become a little bit tighter and everything just becomes a little bit more uncomfortable. I generally get quite puffy because here in Australia it's summer, so I tend to retain fluid a lot because I'm usually dehydrated because I would drink alcohol and not drink water, enough water around that time of year. So um, that would contribute also in the past to me getting to January and feeling very just inflated and uh, unhappy. I know for me, uh, years ago, when I was first starting to get into exercise, I would get to the Christmas New Year period and just stop exercising and would replace it with eating all manner of shit. <laughs> well, you sort of think of it as an excuse to eat shit really mm. yep but in the end i mean you know given the the reason for this show existing and given you know the person that we have listening to this episode chances are we actually would rather avoid those awkward christmas blowouts yes so without further ado courtney let's roll out the christmas weight loss survival kit all right well let's start with Worry about what you eat between New Year's and Christmas more than Christmas and New Year's. Now that will take a second to get your head around. So, And there it is. Yeah, now you've figured it out. So basically what that means is worry more about what you do all year than what you're doing in the next two weeks between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. So the work that you do through the full period of the year is going to set you up for a lot of success and failure come the Christmas New Year period. So I'm not just talking about, oh, how much weight can you lose over that 12 months, even though that's a very good thing. Mm. I'm also talking about the habits that you build up. So if you have been working over the past you know, 10, 11, 12 months on addressing the habits that may have been holding you back in the past, then getting into the Christmas New Year period, you're going to be more equipped to uh, handle the challenge. And more than that, your body will be equipped to handle the challenge because you'll create a metabolism that can handle, you know, a few treats here and there over the Christmas period. So Courtney's nailed it, if I do say so myself. Oh, well, thank you. What you eat between New Year's and Christmas is far more important than Christmas and New Year's. Yes. And so, there's also no point, sorry, Matt, can I just... Um, point on that also there's really no point getting to christmas and then stressing about your weight if you haven't thought about it all year <laughs> because you're not going to change anything really for the better in the next two weeks so it's really no point getting to this point and being like oh my god i should do this or i should have done this or mm, yep yeah, no nah. focus on planning that for next year courtney you just nailed that thank you Wow, high five. I know. I'm, I'm amazing. It should be just walk off. <laughs> mic just drop. like one and done. Should we just drop, <laughs> drop, drop our mics and just, that's it, shut it down? That's it. No, that would be the shittest survival kit ever. Ah. Okay. <laughs> the, uh, the second tool in your Christmas weight loss survival kit is with every event that you're going to be going to, no matter how many you do attend, plan it in advance. Yeah. So what do I mean by plan in advance? Well, the first step is, what's your intention when you're going to these particular events? 
is you know is the intention just to turn up and drink all the free alcohol and and just get plastered now look this is the weight loss podcast there's probably a good chance listening to us you're not overly interested in getting completely toasted on alcohol at every single event because you probably have an idea by now what that does yeah well yes okay you think so so we're not saying don't drink because that's dumb however plan in advance and set yourself some boundaries so you might say for example you know what I've been pretty consistent leading into this. Um, I've got an event with my work colleagues coming up. I'm going to allow myself to have three drinks. And that's it. Done. Set your sidelines and stay within them. Something else you could look at doing, let's say you're going to a function where there's a, uh, a set menu. There's no harm in asking in advance to see the menu and choosing a meal that's got the most amount of vegetables packed into it with a very good or great protein source. Mm. I would also advise uh, when consuming alcohol, keep up your water intake as well to keep the hydration levels going and to prevent you from falling over in a drunken stupor. Trust me, I know. <laughs> been there. Well, I think, we, I think we've both been there and done that. Courtney, yeah. what's the next tool in the survival kit? Increase zero calorie beverage consumption. Yes. So, so in this situation, we could talk about examples like Black coffee, tea, you know, herbal teas are great. I'm drinking a green tea right now, actually. Whoa. I know. Whoa, product, product <laughs> placement. Product place, wait, wait. Do we want to mention whose tea it's from to get the sponsorships? No, that that's soon? fine. That's fine. But yes, um, we're talking about obviously water. Um, I don't know, Matt, you're a fan of sparkling water. Oh, am I? Uh, so these sort of drinks are going to fill that void of drinking something and keeping obviously hydrated, but with the zero calories. Also, um, this is a very stressful time of year for a lot of people. Can we agree on that? I would say so. Even if you love Christmas like me, it's still, you still find there's stressful parts of it. And for other, for other people, it can be full on stress mode. Yeah. Uh, with, with shit flying everywhere. On the subject of tea, thank you very much, Courtney. Uh, it's been shown in research that up to five cups of tea per day could reduce stress levels by up to 20%. Now, that's pretty cool. Because given how much of a stressful period of year that this, or a stressful time of year this period can be for some people, anything that we can do to reduce our stress levels, well, I would say it's a good thing. Oh, absolutely. Because stress on the body is definitely not friendly. Well, it's a, it's a nice way to, to guarantee not losing weight. Yes. So moving on to the next tool in the Christmas weight loss survival kit, it is this. If you are really worried about the food available at a function you're going to, easy, eat before you leave the house. Step one, it's hard to eat when you're full or hard to overeat when you're full. Yeah? Yes. Nah, maybe? No, definitely. Without question, definitely. So Courtney and I actually employ this on a week-to-week basis. Courtney and I are members of um, a business network each. So Courtney goes on a Tuesday morning early and I go early on a Thursday morning. Now at these, um, these business networking meetings, they serve breakfast up every week without fail. But the breakfast that they serve, aren't, let's just say they're not quite in line with what our goals are. Would you agree, Courtney? Yes. 
So what Courtney and I do before we go down to these networking events is we'll have breakfast before we leave the house. So we plan in advance. Okay, we've got our network meeting tomorrow morning. I'm gonna make sure I get up just that little bit earlier to eat my breakfast, then get myself ready and then go down to the function, go down to the meeting and it goes through nice and smooth, no dramas, we're full. So all the, the sort of yummy treat food that gets served for breakfast, well, I'm not gonna have any because guess what? I've already eaten. Courtney, how's that work for you? Yeah, absolutely, 100% agree. And I think that you, you touched on it before as well to um, never be afraid to sort of check the menu as well before you go somewhere. That this one, if you are really afraid of it, then yeah, definitely eat before you go. We Matt and I do this all the time. I and mean, we're going to um, uh, dinner at my family's house just tonight and we're going to be taking our own food with us. Yep. So there's there's little tricks that you can use for this sort of thing and it's all in moderation, you know. You, I mean, we're not saying that you can't eat out or eat the food that you're going to a function at all, you know. Do whatever you'd like, but all we're saying is if you're unhappy with the options that are there – that definitely a tip is to eat before you go. We're also, in the end as well, we're encouraging you to think. Mm. Because as we found out, thinking can be quite useful. Uh, and Courtney... Underrated. <laughs> underrated, yeah. <laughs> Courtney has brought up a fantastic point. We do have um, a function tonight, so to speak, at, um, at, the, uh, at Courtney's family clan headquarters. <laughs> um, where, as we found out, they're going to be serving um, party food. So Courtney and I have a choice. Do we go down there and smash the party food? Believe me, I'd like to. I think, Courtney, you'd like to as well. Yeah, of course. However, we have goals we want to reach, don't we? Yes. Yes, we certainly do. So we're going to be planning and taking meals with us to have when we get there. Just a little bit of forethought, a little bit of forward thinking can save a lot of stress, a lot of guilt. And in the end, it can you know save you filling out your genes in ways you don't quite like. We are also planning our exercise today around that time as well for dinner. So you know, we it, as as Matt just touched on perfectly, definitely comes down to just thinking about it, thinking about your event, thinking about your day. Yep, Courtney, what's the next tour, please? Mm, which one is the next tour? Okay, cool. So while um, while Courtney just gets her, her head around what we actually do on the weight loss podcast, <laughs> the next tool in the uh, weight loss Christmas survival kit is to prioritize sleep. Yes. So Christmas is a busy time for so many of us, running around everywhere, Christmas shopping, visiting people, socializing, like all the stuff that comes with this time of year, because it would appear that once it gets to about mid-November, every weekend is booked out until just past New Year's. I actually reckon this year it was from the start of November. Okay, start of November. So you're looking at a good, you know, four, eight, nine, possibly ten week period where it's just... Jam-packed. All systems go. Yeah. So that's going to place demands on our body in terms of, you know, keeping up with the energy requirements that we need to have to just survive this whole ordeal hmm. shall we say would you believe me if i was to tell you that sleep actually helps you with more energy yes <laughs> oh my god newsflash <laughs> so sleep's crucial for the body's natural restorative processes 
which includes regulating the hormones. It can have a powerful effect on things like mood, energy, and concentration during the day. These are the sorts of things that we need to get us through the day this time of year. Yeah. Because we're probably going to be talking to so many people being being more social than we normally are through the year, be it with work, with family, even those uh, family members you don't like, but you didn't hear me say that. <laughs> but the other thing with that point, Matt, is that everyone still has to generally continue to work as well. So not only have you got extra functions on, that you've also got to maintain your, your job and coming into the end of year, most jobs are finishing things up, trying to get things finished up for the year. So it's an increasingly busy time for work. Deadlines. Let Deadlines. alone uh, our social lives outside of work and Christmas parties, catch-ups, all these sort of things. So yeah, really fantastic point and how important energy, concentration, mood is during that time. Yeah, so the recommendation I'd give here is to simply go to bed at least half an hour earlier. Mm. even just that half an hour can make a heck of a difference if not a full hour but start with half an hour it's manageable for most people uh all right now courtney can i pass over to you for the uh the next tool yes yes now i know where we're at <laughs> wow we're, we're professionals here, we guys. are we are we do it well make uh the next tip is make shopping a challenge what do you mean well when we're talking about going shopping, we all know that it can be a bit of a challenge already to get through the shopping centers this time of year. However, make it more challenging for yourself by parking. Don't wait for a park closer to the front of the shopping center. Just go straight to the back side of the shopping center and park far away and walk. You can make it more challenging by putting on your runners and walking fast in the shopping center, which is ideal anyway, can I just say, in terms of getting in and out of a shopping center this time of year as quickly as possible. But again, by doing these sort of small little tricks, you're actually just increasing the movement and you're increasing the energy that you're putting out. So it's, it doesn't seem like much, but it's actually a really great way to keep your body moving this time of year. Yep, I would also say, um just things like where possible, walk up the escalators. Yeah. Don't just stand there, walk up them. Don't be afraid to use even stairs where possible as well. You can't really underestimate um, how much of an effect just this extra movement can have on your body. In general, I mean, in general, the movement's a positive thing. Um, but in terms of, you know, we all have our weight loss goals and getting in better shape, etc. Just that extra bit of walking, as Courtney said, walking from a further or a more distant car park, walking up the escalators, walking up the stairs, etc. that adds up. Yeah. Especially when you spend, you know, quite a few people will do you know, big shopping trips this time of year. You may as well get something positive out of it because if, if you're anything like me, I detest shopping. I detest shopping centers and I don't do crowds very well. I just want to drop the shoulders and knock people over. Get out of my way. Well, it's a pretty good thing that you're so tall. Most people do move out of your way. <laughs> Still, I, it, this, the whole thing stresses me out. So I'd rather just make it a beneficial experience as much as possible. And if we're going to park further away from the shopping center and do a bit of um, a bit of pavement pounding, well, how's that bad for our body? Yeah, absolutely. It's not. So um, get uh, get a comfy pair of runners ready and um, hit, get, get hit walking. Hit the shops. Get walking. Courtney, I'll give you the next one, please. Get back on track straight away. Please tell me more. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, 
in terms of don't let a treat spiral into a week (laughs) in terms of yes uh we've mentioned I think a couple of the previous tips that you know you're going to have some of those times where you do decide to go out and you do decide to drink alcohol or you do decide to have cake a cake or all the cake whatever every cake (laughs) an entire cake or if you do decide that you're going to go out to the uh, Christmas party for work and they've got a buffet and you're just going to have whatever. And you're going to you, smash you're the not buffet. Gonna, you're not going to really keep track uh, for this dinner of what you, you're having. Those all things are fine. They come with a balanced lifestyle. So there's no problem with that. However, the problem becomes when that one meal or that three alcoholic beverages or whatever turns into the next day into the next day into the next day and then suddenly you get to... January 9th and you look back and you think shit like I ate crap literally for two weeks yeah can I can I just refer back to an older episode of our podcast episode number four Courtney which was I don't know you're telling the story I am the all or nothing approach so let's avoid the all or nothing approach this Christmas period where if you've had one treat or one meal out with your friends there's no need to go oh that okay i've fucked it up the whole thing's over i'm taking the next week off which by the way is so easy to do it's so easy to get into that frame of mind where you're just like oh bugger it but you know what though courtney actually i disagree i think it's easy not to but i think it's just as easy not to but you just have to be aware of it just don't use it look i think a lot of people use this as an excuse yeah. I've had one. You know what? I may as well have all of it. Fuck it. That's it. The whole period's over. Where's the cake? I think it also is a lot to do with like, oh, it's the holidays. I deserve it. And because obviously... Victory eating. I think we call that. Well, also being the end of the year, a lot of people, if they've had a fantastic year, then they suddenly start to think, oh, but I've had such a great year. I deserve this. And you can really get stuck into that sort of uh, mindset, which can be really damaging because then you get to the start of next year and it's really hard to get yourself back out of that mindset once you've started it. So, you know, you're not on a diet. We don't advocate diets. We advocate balanced lifestyles. So, yes, on Christmas Day, I'll be having, you know, my roast with uh, Christmas pudding because that's what I love. Christmas pudding and you know whatever I might have a glass of red wine or whatever but that's the thing though is that my week leading into Christmas will be structured because I know that so it all comes down as well to planning and I think that's one of the big things as again we speak about just thinking ahead that can help with this problem is that if you just plan out your week and you plan out your functions and you really just stop to think about it okay when do I have functions on this week okay what what's this function what's this function okay Christmas day this so when you've got an idea in your mind of the week coming up it's really easy then to stick with it and it's really easy then not to have that mindset of oh well I can have this and I can have this and I can have this I deserve it I can do this because at the end of the day you can Don't get me wrong. You're allowed to do whatever you want. But don't get upset is if you turn around on January 9th and you're unhappy with the way your clothes fit. Boom. Boom. All right. The next tool in the uh, Christmas weight loss survival kit is to keep up with your exercise. Yeah. 
So as we've said before in um, in this episode, you know, it's, it can be a very stressful time of year for people. Exercise is a known proven stress buster. Yep. So hey, if you have an exercise routine that you've been keeping up through the year, keep it up. Keep yeah. moving. If you're in the middle of a weights, a weights program, keep pumping iron, buddy. I find it funny when people ask me this question, Matt. I don't know if you, you might have been asked this question as well. Mm-hmm. But I've been asked this question as people ask me like, oh, what do you do over the holiday period? Like it's like something different. In terms of what? To like my normal life. So like in terms of like what do you eat and do you exercise? I do what I know. I do what I've done every month before December. And that's literally my answer. But it is it is funny that people do ask that question. So people do have this frame of mind thinking that they you get to the holiday period and that's it. You just stop doing everything. Yeah, you know it is as well. There's an expectation. It's like, oh, it's it's Christmas. I need to do things this way. No, you fucking don't. Do what you want. So I I, I do what I what I've always done through the year. I'll just know that I'll be able to plan in advance certain social events that I'll be going to. Okay, at these events, I'm going to be looking at eating or drinking X, Y, Z. Outside of that, it is business as usual. Mm. Yes. So keep your exercise up. If you're in an exercise routine, don't stop. You'll feel better about yourself by not stopping. Do what you've been doing. Courtney, what's the next tour, please? Understand that you are in full control. Plan and decide your treats. Plan and decide your special occasions. So I touched on this, I think, just before as well. If you plan ahead what's coming up, then you're less likely to fall into a lot of the traps that we've just been discussing. So you know, generally speaking, you know when you've got things coming up because this time of year is so busy you have to book things in far in advance. So you know when you've got Christmas parties. You know when you've got family gatherings. You know when you've got catch-ups with friends. And you know ahead of time where those things are going to be. This time of year is not the sort of thing that's left to the last minute. So you, you know all those sort of things, then you can really put a plan together for yourself and you can decide what meals you're going to have to suit your weight loss goals and what treats you're going to have as well. So if it's all planned in advance, you, you're missing those sort of traps of the all or nothing approach. Uh, you're missing the traps of stressing about out about what you're doing and then that leads to even more treats and mistakes and the flow-on effect from that. So I think it really comes – this is a huge one is to be planning ahead – and looking at your functions coming up. Yeah, look, in the end, you're the boss, you're in control, own what you're doing. Just take charge. Yep. You know, um, you your confidence will improve dramatically uh, as you, you know, understand and exercise your full control over every situation. Because in the end, look at it this way, no one forces us to eat certain foods over Christmas. No. We choose to. Now, if we choose to do it, great, enjoy it. Cool, well done. If there's things you don't want to have, just say no. Mm-hmm. It's fine. The world will not end. Yeah, people won't hate you. No. It's okay. They'll get over it pretty quickly because they're too busy stuffing their own faces full of food. That's right. The final tool in the Christmas weight loss survival kit 
is our free fat loss e-course. What the hell, where'd that come from? Easy. This time of year, as we've said before, it can be stressful, it can be challenging. Go to our website. What's our website, Courtney? Theweightlosspodcast.com You sound like you're, that's a question. Is that theweightlosspodcast.com? It, it, I had to think about it for a second because you usually ask me for the email. Okay, go to theweightlosspodcast.com Sign up for our free fat loss e-course there on the front page. Yes, as I said, it is free. It will give you a ton of free material, tips and tricks to help you keep up some weight loss over the Christmas holiday period, just to help with a bit of education, help keep you on track. Uh, I can't recommend that enough. That'll come into your inbox over a six day period. Get on it, it will help. Courtney, please back me up. Yes, absolutely. Excellent, thank you. Uh, that is uh, that is the Christmas weight loss survival kit in the bag. You're welcome, <laughs> Courtney. We have an yes. email. Podcast at theweightlosspodcast.com is where you can reach us with your emails. When I have an email, Courtney, I'm going to read out. Cool. It is short. It is sweet. It is a question. Got it. It has come to us from Maria. Thanks, Maria. Hello, Maria. Hello guys, I've wanted to ask about working online with you, but I'm a gym beginner. How does this work? How does this work? Well, tell her. Okay, Maria, very, very simple. Everyone starts as a beginner. Courtney was a beginner because I taught her. Yes, I I was. I was a beginner and I was taught. Uh, Everyone starts as a gym beginner, that's fine. So that there is normal, that there's understandable. In terms of what we do working with people online, think, thanks to the power of the internet, and God bless the internet, can I just say, yes, you can teach people effective weight training movements through structured tutorial videos. So what I've done with people in the past when they've been a complete beginner to weightlifting, for example, in the gym... I can send them tutorial videos that show them and instruct them on what to do. I'll then get them to record themselves doing the exercise and let's compare the tutorial video to the client's video. What differences can we see? Then once we see what differences that are there, we can then go back and apply and say, hey, go back and try the bench press, for example, with these new things that you've learned, re-record you doing it and let's see the progression. Pretty simple. I would have thought so. No awkward silence there. No, we're good. (laughs) Well, I hope that's helped because in the end, when you're a beginner and you've got someone you're working with that can teach you how to overcome these things, it's not that difficult. The biggest sort of hurdle we have in our mind. Yeah, never be embarrassed either to be a beginner. Oh, well said. Literally everybody has been a beginner. Yes, everyone's been a beginner. Give yourself permission to be a beginner. Even the most cocky people you'll find in your gym have been a beginner. Yep. So hope that has helped. Um, Hope the Christmas weight loss survival kit has been of some use. Definitely. On that note, we're going to sign off. Courtney, well done. Well done to you too. Are you talking to me? Yeah. Okay, excellent. Fantastic. Uh, Again, we would love to hear from you. Podcast at (laughs) theweightlosspodcast.com is where you can email us. Mm. We're going to sign off and call it a show. Speak to you soon. Bye. Get more free tips, listen to previous episodes, and contact Matt and Courtney at theweightlosspodcast.com.